Bow. <coughs> oh, there we go. Back at it again, baby. Episode four. Episode four. Episode four. Okay. Yeah, you know how to do a little pattern. Welcome, everybody. This is the official ST Aliens podcast, episode four. Four, 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 four. That's cuatro for all my Espanol speakers. Mm, all my Mexicalis. My, yeah. Yeah, but porque my papis. Shout porque out. my papis. Shout out to my Latino and Latina community. Mm-hmm. Latino, Latina. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, mi amo es Carlos. Yeah, we're some yeah, to bilinguals, on, you know yeah. what we speak a little bit. Yeah, I study. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I research. I know a little bit, you know. Uh, as you guys probably don't already know, my name is Thomas. Uh, and to the left of me is Charlie X. In the flesh. We here, bitch. We here. Yeah, we, we here. are we in, the, uh, in the stew. Yeah, we in the stew. We cooking up the pie, man. But Cooking it up. Yes. Episode four, man. You see we here. We see how we doing it. We see how we bringing it. First and foremost, man. Tell us what's been going on. What's been? How's your mental been? How you feeling? Man, it's been a week yeah. since we filmed the last one, right? Oh yeah, you know every every given Sunday. Every given Sunday, uh, I'll put that in the calendars. I, uh, you know, I, I've just I can't complain, man. I've been working, you know, doing the daily grind, the uh, the American dream. All right. Uh, All right. I'm I'm in the process of uh, actually moving. Mm. You know, my, me and my girl are moving together, and I, uh, you know, I'm I'm ready to see what I. What challenges life's about to throw at me, you know? I'm, yeah. I, I'm content. Seeing uh, how that shit will unfold. Exactly. You know? The the one Another thing I chapter. do have to say, though, is uh, for all my NBA fans out there, I, as you guys know, the Lakers had a chance the other day to nab the series, get that championship. LeBron would add his fourth ring. But due to a man by the name of Danny Green. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, you know, it's kind of fucked up because he came forward and even said that uh, he came forward <laughs> ever, ever since he, he missed forward. that shot in the fourth quarter. Uh, him and his, uh, I don't know if he said fiance or his wife or girlfriend. <laughs> Why are you gonna bring the wife into this? But no, no. Apparently, okay, they, right, they've been bad. getting, uh, they've been getting death threats <laughs> from <laughs> because shit. he missed because he missed. I. Uh, that's how serious this. That's shit how is. serious it is, man. But I. Uh, you know, I'm Danny. Like I'm since the death threats came in, I'm not gonna say too much. But what the fuck, man? Yeah, you, you had one. You literally had one job. I get it. Some people fold under pressure. Man, you're a professional. Like you, you know what you're getting into in the NBA. This is no. If anything, it's more pressure on on, on the street level of basketball. Because you know, on the yeah. street level of basketball, you may get shot literally, or you may get stabbed if you don't make this three pointer. Bro, and on top the, of that, they're in the bubble. Like they have. Animated oh, yeah, they fans. They do. They got the. They got the. Uh, that right. The animated fans. The shit looks like a two K game. Yeah. And like, the like the the fans that are zooming. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They got the little zoom conference. You're right. It shouldn't be a reason this motherfucker. That's what I mean. It's like I can it's understand. Like if you got like forty thousand fans screaming. Yeah, you exactly. Suck or right. Right. Fucking miss. Right. But they were simulated. It was noise. It's like know? being at practice. Like, what you doing? So you know that uh, that's pretty much okay. it for me, man. Now that uh, you put it in that perspective, yeah, yeah. I get it. yeah. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Alright, but what's been up with you, man? What's been up with you on this uh this last beautiful week in October? Oh man, you know, uh the October vibes are at all time high. You know, we talked about that the last podcast. It's been real dope. I've been chilling. Um slaving away at work, you know how that shit goes. I you feel know that man. But uh it was funny. So like 
I was fucking. I, I got off of work. I'm heading back to the crib. Uh, after I got done hitting you up to see what you was on, you know uh-huh. what I'm saying. I, I stopped by QT. I had to fill up a little bit on gas. You know what I'm saying. As always, you know I had to put the five on it. You know it's been a struggling it's week. Been a so, yeah, it's, it's been a little rough. Sometimes you gotta get the five dollars to get that one trip. You gotta pay for the trip. Exactly. Got put the five in there. Like all right, I can get to work now. <laughs> so after I went to fucking QT, I got I put the gas. Um, you know, in the tank and shit. I went in the QT kitchen. Shout out to QT Kitchens, by the way. Yo. This is... I don't care what anyone says. I don't Quick Trip fuck. is the greatest Yo. gas... It's not, It's more. It's literally more than a gas station. I'm not a spokesperson for <laughs> Quick Trip. Don't look me in the eyes. Don't look me in the eyes and say that. I know I know what you're doing. You, <laughs> you go in the... Look, on the West Coast, they got Chevrons, right? <laughs> That's, I don't know. That's a that's a landmark. <laughs> Fuck out of here. You go to a Chevron, you go to a Phillips sixty six, any of those gas stations, there's like a seven out of ten chance you might get food poisoning from their food. Oh my Quick god. Quick trip, you that's, do not have that. They problem. make it fresh. They make that they shit make fresh. They make it fresh. And to add on top of it, you can watch them make the food if you don't trust them. <laughs> I trust I trust pretty much you know what to be honest and I'm thinking about it, like I can say this now. I do not think i can even recall of me not trusting a qt worker me neither i haven't had a bad experience with the qt worker my whole time being in st louis to be honest seriously like I they, swear to God. they might they might look like they visually hate their lives yeah. but you know they're still there the only bad thing just me being a social person trying to go into the qt ooh, excuse me and trying to um Make a conversation. That's a no go. As soon as you go in, hey, how's your day? All right, two fifteen. Next, I'm like, bro, Damn. they're doing four things at once. They're like, thank Damn. you. By the time you're saying thank you, they're, they're on already the, on the yeah, second. They're on customer. the third person by that time. You're like, oh shit. And then now you feel nervous because you ever went to QT and like you bought a good amount of stuff. Like you got food, a drink, some chips, whoopty wopty, all that, and you got it on the counter and you pay for it. But mm-hmm. the line going so fast and you're trying to hurry up and put the things <laughs> in the bag. You're scavenging, trying to put this shit together. You peek in the back and you know you see the people like what the fuck. You're like I'm sorry, like I'm just trying to. I know you always made that joke in the past of like when you go to Quick Trip and you try to like. Hit on like a QT worker. Oh my God! It's, never it's, again. You said it was impossible. Not, it is. I think I witnessed you in the making try doing that once. Exposed. And that shit, uh, like you said, it's damn near impossible. Yeah, yeah. You're like, dang, they got you working at this one. See, cause you know I got. <laughs> don't look at me. Don't. <laughs> no, they got. Cause I, I know. See, I got a. Uh, you know, I got eyes in QT. You know, I got. I got a couple people that look out. I got. I got certain connections. So. Mm-hmm. You know, I know the store numbers. I'm not deep in the game like that, but I know I know a couple store numbers. Thirty thirty. Yeah, you know, six twenty seven. You know what I'm saying? All that. Which one's that? You know, for the purpose of not putting out the company. You know, what I mean, you know, I ain't gonna expose that QT. Gotcha, you know okay. what I'm saying? But nah, so you know, I'd be at the QT and I'd be trying to talk to him like, damn, they got you, they got you at this one. Then, like I said, you try to get that off. You're like, yeah, you know, I'm here next. And he's like, oh, damn. All right. Shot through the heart. Yeah, shot through the heart. You know, it ain't nothing new. But mm-hmm. it's like, damn, you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to parlay. You know, work with me. Yeah, exactly. I'm trying to throw something out there. I could easily be like, yo, you smoke? You know, that's a St. Louis. That's flirting in St. That, Louis 101. That is li- literally I'm trying to be different. the number one icebreaker in St. Louis <laughs> is asking if a chick smokes. Right. I'm trying to be different. Yeah, you, know you know what I'm know? saying? But, nah, yeah, this shit, this shit is intense. I even tried to hit him. With the um, 
even with the night clerks, I try to be like, dang, you working nights now? Yeah, because they don't have anything to do. Yeah. You know, like, they're just sitting there. They're like, dang, you working nights now? And they're like, yeah, I've been doing this. And I'm like, right, Shit, my bad, sorry. <laughs> five on pump six. You know me? But it doesn't. <laughs> oh, I always got five <laughs> on pump six. Y'all can say whatever, but five can get, that can guarantee me a trip from working back home. That, that you, you ever, like, have, right, like, a week before you get paid, you're mm-hmm. going on a budget, and you're like, of course. do I use this $10 on gas? Or food, or then you mm. you try to do math in your head. Try to like, split it up. Like, like what if I use five for gas, but then five for you know a four for four at Wendy's? Yep. Because what I do is I do the uh, in situations like that. Since you brought up Wendy's, perfect example. Uh, shout out to Wendy's as well. But of course, <laughs> always. But I got that ten. You know what I'm saying? You get uh you go get that four for four. Sometimes if I'm really trying to save. I get the four for four. Go ahead and crucify me. I don't care, but I get the regular lemonade because I'm struggling. I can't. I can't afford that twenty-five whatever cent increase. So what you got to do? Total gonna come to about like four forty-two, something like that. Mm-hmm. You get that. You got that extra additional change to round up to that five. You take that change with that other five, secure you. You know, a couple gallons at the QT because people don't know that change can add up. It does. If you have just five dollars opposed to five dollars and seventy five cent, mm-hmm. five dollars can guarantee guarantee me a, a trip to work and back home. Mm-hmm. That seventy five cent may guarantee me a little trip to the schnooks. That's see, you got to think. You know Yo, what I'm these, saying? These are life hacks from Charles. <laughs> I'm just saying those listen people. Those cents can go a long fucking way. Mm-hmm. They can. You you already know, bro. You Ooh, already I'm know how it is. I've, Shit, we've lived it. Man, for real. Those cents can add the fuck up. But- you know, that that was actually, it had me thinking when you just said that about how I knew. We can both relate on shit like that. You know, this weather's been having me reminisce, man. Every time the oh, fall yeah, setting real, comes man. in, uh, you know, I like to reminisce on all those years from middle school to high school before we could drive. You know, we had to walk everywhere. Because, you know, it's not even getting that cold yet. Right. Wait until the, the temperature starts hitting 40 degrees. Mm-hmm. I mean, me and you, man, we went, we would walk from Woods and Terrace to Overland to St. Man, Anne, pretty much all the fucking counties. The, the whole trifecta. I mean, shit, we even walked all the way to Maryland Heights and back once, Florissant once. Oh, yeah, that was a long-ass fucking walk. And it just had me think, man. I was just, I was driving around reminiscing, you know, you go down Woodson, you see East Milton, West Milton, you're like, damn, man. Yeah, shout out to the sets. <laughs> Shout out to where all my mill all my mill niggas stand up. <laughs> where my mill niggas at? So, man, it's just you know, we were we were out here. Yeah, we was. I'm I'm pretty sure everyone after school saw us at least three times just walking randomly. Yeah, they were probably like, "Where the fuck are they going?" It's funny because I'd be talking to people we went to school with now, and they be like, "Yeah, I remember." Um, used to be walking around with such and such and I always see y'all. And it's funny because I always be talking to the people that did damn near the same shit. Mm-hmm. Like anytime I talk to people that was like staying in class, like doing after school shit, they barely like remember like, oh, you went to Rittner? But like the people that's actually outside, like they would be like, oh yeah, I used to see you y'all. You got the so- skaters that were outside and see us walk home, walk back. Yeah. Because people don't even understand like straight use of uh, I forgot what the fuck it was called. Whatever little program we had before, what, what oh, was that yeah. shit called? Where it it, it wasn't a class. Yeah, chat. We used to like skip that shit, hit little Caesars up, and then that, we used and to that's the funniest thing. Dude. And and we, that's how funny it was, man. <laughs> we would literally all have that Facebook Messenger, 
hit each other up and be like, look, I got $3. What do you have? Oh, yeah, on me. I got $3. Other person, I got $2. We all meet up. Form up like Voltron. Form like Voltron right before school started. Because, you know, chat, you know, they don't give you detention for that. No, hell no. Nah. It was just a class just to have a class. Ritten was trying to get that check, high key. Because they, <laughs> they didn't want a late start. They, they didn't want a late start. They wanted to get that check because they built that overly priced fucking auditorium. And they was like, yo, okay. We hella in debt. We're going to give these teachers an extra hour to work. Man, on me. So, they was trying to get that check. But nah, we would straight. Bullshit. We would link up at that shop and save by Rittner. Go to that little Caesars. All split. Split a pizza with damn near nine people. Yeah, but see, here's the thing, though. This is why I fuck with Little Caesars. Because the thing about Little Caesars, opposed to all the other pizza places, mm-hmm. is because Little Caesars fills you up. Because I don't know what the fuck it is with that crust. But I'm going to be honest. Little Caesars has the best, like, pizza crust. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, even though I fuck with Domino's, you know how I am with Domino's. I love Domino's, Come but, on. but Little Caesars was there when no one else was. Yeah, no, no one else was. And then plus, like, just that fucking crust. It was like, Domino's crust was good and savory, but it was something about Little Caesars crust that I was just like... It was like garlic cheese bread, but in crust. Yeah, but it had a little sweetness yeah. to it. It's like they sprinkled some love on there. Like, you, like, we see you struggling. Here you go. <laughs> it's like, that's how it was. Like, they sprinkled some... Like, there's like, yo, we see you struggling. Some magic. Some, it was probably Coke. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's, that's when pro- in doubt. That's... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was probably Coke. That's probably why we survived going home. Because mm-hmm. we was off Coke at the time. <laughs> that's probably why it was sweet. But I don't know. But yeah, it was just something. That, literally, that Little Caesar's crust was pretty fucking fire. I'm not going to lie. And not like, only that, that man. Good. Not only that, but that was at the time. A lot of people don't remember this. That was at the time when Little Caesars was literally five dollars on the dot. Yeah, because now it's it like menu. It's five dollars. Like, it's like five fifty. Like six. Or yeah. yeah, six bucks. Yeah, they show it. Last time I checked, it shows five fifty, mm-hmm. and then after taxes, like six something. I'm like, dang, I'm getting that fifty cent upcharge. Yep. Back in the day, you could see it just five dollars. Five zero zero, man. You, it's probably you like five twenty seven after change. Mm-hmm. We would get that shit, and I don't know. If, I mean, of course you remember this, man. Of course you remember this. We had a hideout spot before and after school that was on the rooftop. You know, I can say it now because it's already, you know, it's yeah, right there by the Dirty 30. Right by the Dirty 30 Quick Trip on a Midland and a Woodson. Up on that roof, you know, a lot of people spray painted shit. A lot of people did their thing, tagged it. But what people don't know is, is that next we to, renovated that we bitch. renovated that shit. <laughs> we renovated, and I'm not gonna bitch. say any names because I sure I really don't know who was all involved. But somebody fucked it up for all of us years later. But what I'm saying is, we had a whole building. Once you climb up on this roof, there was a window that leads into the building next to yeah. it. Yeah. We got in there, and keep in mind it's 30 to 40 degrees outside. Cold as fuck. It was. We're, we're using this little Caesars to heat ourselves up. That shit was hot. So when it started getting... It was hot and I was ready. It was hot. <laughs> so we did the most craziest shit in the sense of when we would walk from school back home after school ended. And we would see couches or end tables just scattered <laughs> throughout. On the street. On, on the-, the street. We straight got together... And carried that furniture blocks and miles and miles all the way to this rooftop. Had somebody hop up on the top of the roof and then carry it up to them. Yep, and they you 
push it up with a roast it up. up on there. And we put all this furniture in that next door bando. Yeah, we had a, we had a table, we had two chairs, mm, a couch. Uh, we had a couch. We had a uh, we had a a full body mirror. So we can it was like a game. You you could customize like if you needed to go out there and do like a little quick change, we had the power. Mm-hmm. We had the we had the accessories to do this. We had the full body mirror and then um on the other side of the building, like you was talking about, because, you know, you could, that other side of the build, building was connected to the rooftop. Mm-hmm. It was weird. I know, like, over um, the audio and everything, or over the podcast, it's hard to explain, but literally, it was a rooftop, and then the building next to it had a second floor, yep. but that second floor is connected to the rooftop. Yeah, and so you're just climbing you can, through that window. Yeah, you can just climb it through the window. So, through the window, we had, it was a fucking... Uh, that that uh, what do you call it? A match spring, the little the little thing for the mattress, whatever. Box spring. Yeah, yep. box spring. There we go. I'm thinking of fucking uh, matchbox and box spring <laughs> at the same time. But yeah, it had that it had that fucking thing in there. So we just put that mattress on it. Yeah, we just need to find a mat. You know, we wasn't that bougie, but if we would have had a nice, decent mattress, we would have had a whole crib. Exactly. And then, like I said, we we had that going for at least a year and a half, maybe two years, until. Somebody got hit to the spot. They went up there, told their friends. They came up, pretty much fucked it up for everybody. Because then the next time we go there, uh, construction workers came and had built a fence around the area. Hey. Now we still would go up there. Yeah, but it was a little, it was a little bit more finesse. It but they installed, finesse. Uh, they installed those bars on that window. We would hop yep. through. Yep. So all we could do was just look through those bars that you know, <laughs> what used to be, what could have been, what could have. <laughs> No, is if you remember, it was that fucking stupid ass uh, little tree company. Yep, that got built right there. I don't even think it's still there no more. I don't think so. That shit was some bullshit. And it, talking about reminisce about that. Remember that one night we was uh, by the rooftop and shit. It was like hella late. I think I don't know if we was on the. I think yeah, we was on the rooftop because without why else we you know would be over there. Mm-hmm. But we was on the fucking rooftop. It was getting late. I don't know if uh, the neighbors because you know. They had that, the neighbors had that fucking dog All right that there. That was, yeah, that always barking shit anytime you try to go there late. So I don't know if we was going there late one time and the neighbor called the police. Mm. But you remember when the police came and uh, we got down, but they was creeping through that back alley. And we, we had to put the, some Call of Duty we shit. We were in the bushes and get in the fucking, the tall grass. Mm. That was like the most, that was the most gangster craziest shit ever. Because I remember being in that tall grass. And like the lights just proning that, and then like I had to pause for a minute, sit in the tall grass, and so the, the lights were hidden. Mm-hmm. I could see my silhouette on the wall. I'm like, oh shit! Like we're sitting there, like, yo, if we get caught, we're going to prison. Like <laughs> it was life or death. It was like we're like 13 at the time, but no, nah, that shit was crazy, man. Shout out to the rooftop. I do another little. Yeah, yeah there we go. Hell yeah! I can tell that's your shit. You memorized the button, yo. You memorized the whole pattern. You was like, yo, second one from the right. I'm like, damn, <laughs> hold up. I'm trying to catch up. I'm like, what the Which fuck? All right, but yeah, man, shout out to the rooftop, man. Nah, but yeah, we uh, like I said, that's why I love the winter time because as we talked about in the last episode about the whole seasonal depression thing, mm-hmm. I, you know, we we just had so many memories. During the winter, that was when we truly were in our bag on so many things. Yeah, we was. So there's a lot of great shit. Man. Exactly. Once once that temperature hits anything below seventy degrees, that's when the flashbacks start happening. You know, I'll drive by, like I said, East Milton, West Milton, uh-huh. Addy Road. Right, right through East Milton. Right. Hey, and you, about it. I'm just like, we were out here, man. Yeah, I feel like an old man that's telling my grandkids, like, back in my day, you know, we used to run this town and shoot. You know, man. 
kids don't be outside no fucking more. They I be, don't. I be talking to my nephews and shit. Even before the corona shit started, they don't even be outside like that. I remember being happy, excuse me. I remember being happy as fuck back in the day because uh, my mom used to work that motherfucking 2 to 10. I remember coming home, doing a little bullshit chores, and be like, yo, what's the fucking word? I'm trying to be oh, outside, real. like... That was before, I used man. to love it. Like I, I want to be outside. Like I, like I don't want to be. It was at the point where I don't even want to play the game unless like right. you would. You know, Milan was on back in the day, but I want to be outside. Like, exactly, dude. And and I was real. saying that at the time, because you know, kids nowadays, mm-hmm. you know, they're seven years old and already got the newest iPhones. Yeah, that's true. You know, they're they're growing up on technology and YouTube's just keeping them occupied. Yeah, we and got I, the. I was talking to my brother about this the other day that. Our generation, man, was the last generation where we straight grew up. You know, we would go outside, see the neighborhood kids. We mm-hmm. had to t- tell time by the streetlights. Yeah, by the, the shadows. By the shit. shadows. You know, it would be nighttime. Streetlights would come on. Oh, shit, it must be around 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And it's it's crazy because, like, how you talking about the whole generation thing. Our generation is literally the... Uh, the bridge between the gap because we we grew up kind of we grew up in technology but not when it was as big as now we grew up at the start of it it's like us in technology us and social media grew up together Mm -hmm. because when we was young social media was young it it wasn't as popping as it was now we grew up with dial dial up internet yeah man like we we had to literally go on google type something and enter it wait 10 minutes just for one now we get pissed whenever it takes more than three seconds. Exactly, to it's crazy look, yeah. shit. Like just how you conform to it, and yeah, we, we just grew up with that shit. I remember uh, before the DMs was popping, shit, my AOL chats was popping. Yeah, I had me, I had me. You know, I don't want to brag and nothing, but I had me a bad little thing over in California. You know what I'm saying? You remember uh, MySpace? Of course. See, I wasn't on. Fuck, now I'm really exposing myself. I wasn't, fuck it. I didn't have a MySpace. I remember back in that day, I did have a Bebo. I, I was going to make that joke, but I didn't want to offend you. I did not want to offend you, man. I had a Bebo for a little minute, you know what I mean? I had a Bebo, and then, like, in middle school, that's when uh, that's when I transcended to Facebook. And then, I transcended. Yeah, I transcended. I went up to Facebook. And I remember, uh, was it middle school, too? I don't know. I was, we were doing a lot of washing in middle school. I think in middle school, I made a fake black people meet. I remember when you did that too. <laughs> oh my god! I made a fa- I made a fake black people meet because I'm like, all right, this look kind of cool, and it was like free at the time, because it wasn't like how Tinder is now. All these fucking micro transactions back. This is before uh, all these conglomerates became EA Sports and just started micro transitioning to the fuck out of people. You want to find your match? Pay ten dollars, dude. I'm like, like, what, bro? I'm not even gonna go into that rent today. We'll get to that later. But yeah, it. I, I had that black people meet, you know what I mean? I had a couple, the inboxes was popping, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I was uh, a 27-year-old, I believe an engineer. <laughs> See, I always, I always wonder what would happen if I would have made a black people meet. Like, what if, did they, do they even have an option that asked if you were anything other than black? I don't know. You and then would they just ban you? You could have broke the cycle. You could have just said you was light-skinned. Damn. <laughs> So, yeah, man, I, the, the, the craziest thing is, like we were saying before, we are the, our generation is the last group of kids, I guess I should say. Last Mohicans. <laughs> the last airbender. <laughs> that, I mean, shit, dude, when, when was the first time you got a cell phone? Oh, fuck, man. Um, 
first time I had a cell phone, cause you know, cell phones and smartphones. Mm-hmm. But first time I had a cell phone where all that motherfucker could do was text, and I had to press two, three times for C, was <laughs> probably about like uh, sometime in middle school. And I had the, I didn't even, I wasn't even on the plan for real. It was one of them fucking phones you buy. Like from a Family Dollar Walmart, and you where you put gotta, yeah, on you gotta get the little car, like the, like you get a PlayStation Plus membership, mm-hmm. but you gotta get the fucking car for like 10, 15 minutes. And every text you send, charges you. Yeah, yeah, and then you send like three texts, and you already automatically use three dollars right there. You're like, what the fuck? Dude, and this is before you know I was working, of course. Mm-hmm. So I'm going off my mom's will. So whenever my mom felt like it was right for the buy minutes and mm-hmm. whatever. But uh, I remember, man, because this shows how, like, struggling and broke I was. And I know you can relate, too. I remember, like, talking to, uh, like, girls and shit through school. And, like, they had actually good phones. Like, they had the unlimited they plans. Like the they, Motorola Razors. You know what I mean? They had the unlimited plans. So, like, we'll be chopping it up. And then, like, shit would be cool. But then I get, like, alert on my phone. Running low on minutes. So I tried, no, no. <laughs> so I tried to hurry up and finesse a way to end the conversation. Like, oh, yeah, you know. Got to get to the study guy. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to catch you. I'm going to catch you at six hour tomorrow, though. Because <laughs> I used to be getting my shit off. And now I get that little message like, oh, your minutes are low. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Dude, and that was the the start of the texting and slang where instead of I see you later or I'll see you later, it's I'll let her see later. Yeah, see, you. people don't understand. L8. Yeah, exactly. R. You R. know what I'm saying? Like, people... People didn't understand because they like, why the fuck they speaking like that? Bitch, we are running low. We, we're on a thin fucking line. Like, because, see, back then, you know, kids, we didn't know no better. So they were clowning you if they found out you ain't got no unlimited. Like, if I were to bro. tell a girl, like, oh, you know, I got to buy more minutes, they're like, oh, broke ass. Bro. And I'm like, damn. <laughs> Bitch, I can't help it. <laughs> Dude, on top of that, I remember in uh, elementary school, <laughs> in about fifth grade, this was before we had uh, re rekindle or kindled yeah this is before the the the, the formation the started formation. The, the organization the commission in fifth grade i i remember my mom was like you're not old enough to have a cell phone yet but because you're always out walking around and shit and i never know where you are uh, i'm gonna get you something yeah so she got me yeah i know exactly where the fuck you're going <laughs> she got me the firefly keep in mind this is fifth grade so i don't want anybody coming at me talking about I'm lame as fuck, or I'm a nerd, or whatever the fuck. This was fifth grade. I was like maybe what, like eight years old. Uh-huh. If for people who don't know out there, a Firefly was a cell phone that only had two buttons, and it was call your parents and you put their number in, or call nine one one. That was it. No in between. So after a while, I started finessing the system, and I would take my mom's number out. And put one of my friends' numbers, and just call yes. them and be like, "Yo, I'm gonna be there in two minutes. <laughs> hurry up and switch it back. And hurry up and hurry switch up it back." <laughs> but I remember it got up until uh, middle school when I finally got, like you said, like an LG phone mm-hmm. from Walgreens, uh, and that was like the biggest game changer because yeah, it, it actually had a keyboard. Yeah, it had the keyboard on there. You know, I didn't have to sit there like you said and go three 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 seven seven five five five. I had that crack phone for real. My shit was hella like. Around the time it was smartphones, my shit was like hella small. I had to, you know, like I said, press two, three times to see. Oh my god, trying to get anytime a girl would ask for my number, like yo, what's your number? I didn't memorize, so you know how you pull out your phone, and go to settings. I'm like, oh my god, if she were to see the phone that's in my hand, she like do 
horny Never ass. Never mind. See, that, <laughs> that was like how girls are now when they text a dude and have an iPhone, but then they see the green bubble pop uh, up. See, that's how that was back then. See, that's I'm sorry to cut you off, no, no. but that's why I'm thugging. That's why I made it so far with the iPhone I got now. Because, like, dude, I'm, I don't give a fuck now, but I got the iPhone 6. So, like, I'm surprised I wasn't able to get my shit off because, like, you get the text and they get that little blue chat and then things are cool. I see them in person. They're like, oh, which iPhone is that? I'd be lying. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is an iPhone SE, the one that just came out. The XL. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, this this is the, I, it ain't the plus, though. That's why it's small, because it ain't the plus. <laughs> but, no, nah, they be like, I be getting my shit off with it. You know what I'm saying? It's an iPhone, you know. See, and now, it's, no, it's just crazy anyways. It's just crazy how much, like, something so small can be so big to somebody. No, just like yeah, a text I mean, bubble. Do you bubble. remember about the time back then and, like, when we first got into high school? Because I was still rocking the LG Android phone. Mm-hmm. And that was around the time when iPhones first started becoming popular. Yeah. So, you got, you're talking to this girl. She pulls out the the first iPhone to exist. Mm-hmm. And then she sees you pull out your LG Optimus V3. <laughs> Um, she's gonna give you that look like, I remember, Ah, I remember, Uh, yes, you know, and she just gives you that look like, yeah, I'm gonna put your number in, but, uh, see, I'm gonna hit that block button. You know what I mean? You know, one cool thing that was dope though, this is why I love social media, because whenever they ask for the number, I'm like, yo, what's your Facebook? (laughs) I just go home. Hop on the PlayStation on the little computer, and then we can just message in. Mm-hmm. And then, see, see, these young boys don't have game no more. You got to ask for her Facebook. Go home, add her while you chatting in the chat. Get the number, and then you can be texting from the phone. And she never knows she what your phone look like. Dude, that's... <laughs> Come that's on, exactly, man. That got, is exactly what went down. When you, when you, look, y'all, when you're not born with a silver spoon... Mm-hmm. You got to you you make... Cha- yeah, you got to... You got to... You got to make opportunity. Yeah. You got to make opportunity. You got to find gotta... some ways to finesse. <laughs> that used to be my shit. Because, dude, I remember when I finally was like, you know what, fuck this. I'm going to get an iPhone. I seen how much iPhones were, mm-hmm. so I did the next best thing. I know what you're about to say, too. Go I got an iPod shit off. Touch. Exactly. I got an iPod yep. Touch. Yep. Rittner had Wi-Fi at the yep. time. You got to get the, I, the, the message text-free. 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 Text-free app. They give you a, a, a separate... Potential number that you can use. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it's not permanent. They give you that number. Bam, you send their text. Now, here's the fucked up thing. When they ask, oh, yeah, do you want to talk on the phone? That's when the record scratch hits. Yeah, but, you know, they came back, though. They had the text free. And then they came back with the uh, that, that calling app thing. I forgot mm-hmm. what it was called. But the thing about that is they would only give you, like, 50 minutes. That's cool. So you'd have to talk to her like in ten minute increments. No, I that's see again. You gotta you gotta finesse her a certain way. You gotta you gotta text them. Then when they get late, like man, yo, call me real quick so I can tell you good night. Mm, that know. way you're only using three minutes. Yeah, and call you real quick. Like all right, nice hearing your voice. I'll see you. I see you at third lunch. Why does it sound so fuzzy? <laughs> <laughs> Stop asking questions. <laughs> yo, leave me alone. <laughs> like, hey, hey, man. Get, Get your shit off to that, man. Nah, because you have to work with what you have, bro. Because, like, when you, again, when you're not born with a silver spoon, you got to make opportunities yourself. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm not going to lie, though, man. There were a couple <laughs> girls that I talked to in the past back then that 
You know, they they seen me for who I was past my iPod touch. Oh, yeah, for real. Shout out to them. We just making fun of the other chicks because the other chicks that we talking about are fat and pregnant now or and already have like three kids. But I ain't... I'm... <laughs> I'm not directing that toward nobody. That's a general statement. That's a general statement. Charlie is just joking. I don't diss anybody. This is a general statement. So wait, like, have you, because I know you're a bit on the, the spiritual and horoscope side. Have you ever talked to a girl that, you know, y'all were hitting it off great. You liked each other. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as she found out what your sign was, yep. she just switched up and was like, look, we can't. We can't talk anymore. Dude, I don't know what the fuck it is with girls and Sagittariuses, but they be getting their shit off. Like, I, we be having a, a baller conversation. Like, this shit is getting, it's dope. Like, we getting to know each other. When's your birthday? I'm like, November 28th, Thanksgiving, baby. You know, right you know, right. I get my shit off. They're like, oh, Sagittarius. And I'm like, oh, bitch. Like, what does that mean? Bro, I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Tauruses get the most hate. I, I have yet to. Any fire sign gets the most hate. I thought they were an Earth sign. And that's why here at the SC Aliens podcast, we have a computer where we can look up this information mm-hmm. in the comfort of the podcast. In the comfort. So we will look up live. Look at the cup in my hand. I feel like I'm in a Folgers <laughs> commercial. <laughs> All right, Taurus. Oh, oh, I thought I said, damn, it's a football team. <laughs> okay, hold on. Yeah, look, the Earth element. Oh, you yeah, Earthbender. You know, yeah, bulls. Oh, man. shit, Dwayne Johnson is a uh, ta- Taurus. Look what, at George that. Clooney. <laughs> yeah. Now I know where I get my charm. Oh, shit, Queen Elizabeth II. Nah. You know. Nah. But, like, I, right, I know a lot of people, I'm not hating on anybody that thinks that shit's true, because sometimes when I look at what the Taurus horoscope of the day is, the week, that shit's pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing. Do I think it's kind of stupid to judge somebody based off of their horoscope sign? Of course. Yeah. If you if you like somebody at first and then find that out about them and then you change up, you're just an asshole. You, I mean, like, literally, that you're being judgmental. For real. Over some... I don't care if you talk to three dudes or three girls that were Tauruses and they're all bad and blah, blah, blah. It does. That's not how that shit works, in my opinion. But I could be wrong. It'd be like uh, when I'm talking to a chick, and she'd be like, "Ooh, Sagittarius." Two, my exes were Sagittarius, and I'm like, "Who says we're gonna be dating?" <laughs> <laughs> Joking. <laughs> but no, for real, man, for real. What you saying though? It's really, it's very. You're reaching hellas it's if you're judging somebody like off. Just their sign. Like, I get taking some of that into consideration because I do believe in um, that idea and that spectrum of that area to be believable. Mm Because sometimes I'm the type of person to where, like, it's a certain point where it's more than just a coincidence. Like, if I'm reading these, I'm getting too... In, like in tune with it, like oh shit I'm agreeing mm-hmm. it's like something that has some truth to it but right. not at the point where it's like y'all I'm not gonna talk to you well right. and dude it's not even like a relationship like not even just a relationship thing with friendships too like I've had people legit act like like they, we, we probably been friends for a week they find out my, my birthday's in May they're sitting there like Oh, you do that because you're a tourist oh you're like that because you're a tourist I'm like you don't you don't really know me like <laughs> Just because I'm a Taurus, like, like they just, they use it as, like, a way to a, psychoanalyze you. Exactly. It's like, you don't even fucking know me. Right. And it's just, I think, like I said, in my opinion, I think you're reaching a little bit too far mm-hmm. if you're judging off of a horoscope sign. Yeah. And you, you know, sometimes you uh, meet the ones that get too deep into it. Like, they'll ask for your birthday. You're like, boom. And they're like, all right, what time you were born? 
Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't fucking know. I don't have my birth certificate. My mom keeps that. They be like, oh, I was born at 2.05 a.m. I'm so a moon rising. I am, I'm a cancer rising, Sagittarius down, but I'm like a Gemini. And I'm, I'm like. So, I'm like yeah, no, and that's another thing. Now, nowadays, back then, back then when we were younger, we only had one horoscope. Nowadays, people are like, I'm an Aries up, but my son is a Taurus, but my, my moon is a Sagittarius. Mm-hmm. I'm like. And my solar eclipse. <laughs> I'm like, damn, I can't keep up. Like, just tell me what your Chinese New Year mm-hmm. animal is. Yeah. Just tell me what you like to eat, man. Yeah. Just tell me what you like to eat. Exactly. It can be that simple. Yeah, that's it's, that's all it is. Like, what you like to eat? Oh, Mexican? Got a place. El Burro. <laughs> yeah, the crazy donkey, baby. As for the queso and for a 10% discount, tell them Thomas sent you. Courteous of the SD Aliens podcast. When you're making your carryout order on Grubhub, Postmates... Mm-hmm. Whatever app you use when you're ordering from Elbow Loco, put in ST Aliens 314. Again, that code is ST Aliens 314. And you will get 10% off any queso purchase. Mm-hmm. And if they ask you where you heard that from, just, yeah. just say you know. You knew a guy. Just uh, <laughs> a couple of wise guys. Mm. But no, man. So. No, man. But, uh, you know, to kind of segue into the more serious part of our podcast. Right. Uh, since we're on the topic of just spiritualism as a whole, I, you know, I was thinking the other day, man, I, when it comes to faith, not even, you know, not even religion as a whole, but faith meaning what people believe in mm-hmm. to get them through the day, you know, mm-hmm. what purpose they have through, through faith. Life. Um, you know, I, I see a lot of people that, uh, you know, occasionally I'll, I'll go to church, you know, and I I see how much God in the sense of, and this is, this is speaking from a Christianity uh, point of view, you right, know. Right, I grew right, up right. through Catholicism. I didn't agree with it a lot. So that led me for years to be uh, an atheist. I just didn't believe in any of it. And now I'm, I, I consider myself agnostic. Mm-hmm. I, I want to I believe that there is a higher power out there, but I am not going to be quick to say whether or not it is the Christian God or if it is, you know, the Buddhist God right. or anything. Right, right. But, you know, sometimes when I'm in church or just when I see other people in general, like, you know, they'll make a status like, I want to thank God for this opportunity, you know, through God, mm-hmm. all this. Mm-hmm. And just in a way, man, I'm, I get... I get jealous, man. It's it's like a an envious jealousy feeling because I see the fact that they believe in God. Right. It gives them so much power mm-hmm. to get through the day cuz they they have that feeling. They believe that God is there with them protecting them and they have that security, you know. Not even the whole sense of what's going to happen when I die, you know, if I die it's okay cuz I'm going to go to heaven. I right. mean like they wake up in the morning, they will face challenges headstrong because mm-hmm. they're like, God has this, you exactly. know, he's with me. But then I'm over here doing the same, you know, I could be in the same situation that they are. And I just don't feel that, you know, right, and, you don't. and that puts me, it's like, I'm stuck in like limbo, man. I'm sitting here like, I don't have that security, you know, since I have, you know, when it comes to God and faith. There's a question mark. Right. So I don't feel like I have that security to get through those things, man. I'm going through headstrong thinking, 
well, shit, man, it's just me. Like, mm-hmm. what am I going to do? Yeah, exactly. And, I, and like I said, I just get that. I get envious because I wish I could believe that easily. I wish I could go headstrong and be like, man, God has my back, you know, through no matter what happens, I know God's going to be there for right, me. Right. And, you know, it, it just had me thinking, man. It had me thinking about all the times I grew up. Like I said, I went through a good three-year streak where I was a straight atheist. So I know I'm at least making the progress of finding something to believe mm-hmm. in. And it's not like I'm a, you know, it's not like I'm nihilistic or anything. You're right, you're right. Uh, where I just don't believe in a purpose of anything. Mm-hmm. But, like I said, I just see how God and how religion fuels people. And I'm just sitting back like, damn, man, if, if I had that, I'd be unstoppable. Mm-hmm. I applaud them that they can feel that that power. Right. But at the same time, I'm just envious because I'm like, you know, when when am, am I ever gonna have that security? Am I gonna ever feel that that embrace? Yeah, that thought of having that um, certain type of faith, that mm-hmm. idea of something so much greater than you that's you know providing shelter and strength to help you get through the day. Mm-hmm. And I understand that. And just by the way, uh, before I, you know, say my statement to, so we can build that kind of connection, see where both of our heads are. Um, I'm like a spiritual agnostic. Mm-hmm. I believe there is a higher power. I believe in the universe. I personally don't go into a religion, like, right. a, but I do respect like the them. category. Yeah, exactly. But I do respect them. But I feel like everything in life is a form of religion. And when I say that, I don't mean like the the what you see on TV as religion, like as like people are coming into these buildings and you have like this or I'm not focused on the negative side of religion, which is like the organization of the it, money. But yeah, exactly. I'm not focused on that. When I say everyone has a religion, I mean that as the idea of it. The whole point of a religion is these group of people believe in this deity, this force that they believe drives them so much through life. Mm -hmm. That's what I mean. So when I say everyone has a religion, and this is where I can kind of agree with you on, because I feel the same way when I see people do the same thing, like, oh, thank God for, you know, this and that. I'm like, damn, like, I don't have that same type of energy toward that. Mm -hmm. But the reason I say, like, everything is a, uh, everyone has a religion of some sort is just because that person believes in, you know, that force of God, some people believe in themselves at that as that force or their their power to to have a certain hustle, like their ability to make things happen. Mm-hmm. Like some people change that into just, you know, believing in themselves. Like they view themselves as God, you know. They have that type of feeling, you know, they believe in themselves, they believe in a certain idea that, or uh, they believe a certain strength of them. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it can be anything. My pride helps me get through my, my strength, my hustle, my motivation. You know, people believe in different objects, too. Like, people, some people just believe in objects to, to get them through life. They believe this certain object can help them, you know, move through in advance. So, it you know, so when I see, like, uh, you know, the big religion, like Christian, uh, Catholicism. Catholicism. Yeah, you know, I can't pronounce shit. <laughs> but uh, when I see these different religions... I look at it, and for me, even though I may be saying what I just said where everyone has a certain religion, I take that in, but at the same time, I f- still feel a little bit of that like jealousy is because I see this big of a group 
mm-hmm. believing in this deity. And then and like, you're like, if every, if so many people are doing that, right? It's like, yeah, why wouldn't I? Yeah, be, exactly. You know, so like, it's like, but one thing I learned, man, to help me uh, on the path of trying to find like faith and trying to hang on to something is, you know, I try to find a strength with myself. I try to find something that I know that if I do it, then things will change. Like me getting up and doing something and help making my day more productive or making something change. I try to tell myself to keep doing that. I try to tell myself whatever energy mm-hmm. is motivating me to do that, like believe in that and I can see that change. And that at least helps me a little bit. Like, okay, I'm seeing some shit start to move. Right. So it makes me a bit more happy. You know, even with the, uh, like I said earlier, I'm, I'm more in tune with the universe. So, just being outside and just uh, going seeing, with the flow. Yeah, like seeing how the nature moves, seeing how the you know the sun, seeing how the world goes from light to darkness. Things that I'm seeing like that kind of motivates me too. Just seeing an idea because it humbles me seeing things that I can't control. Like yeah. when I go outside and see how the world moves and I can't control that, that humbles me. Right. Because it lets me know like okay, it's, it's bigger things out here. Well, you know, people and I mean, I, I think we've talked about this many times. Back in the old days, and when I say old, I mean the ancient days, people literally worshipped the sun. Yeah. You know, the sun was God. Mm-hmm. That's why if you uh, look in um, Egyptian culture and as well as, I guess, um, Western American culture, you know, that whole you know Illuminati type shit, whatever. But if you see the reason why they have the eagle on mm-hmm. everything is because back then... They believe the eagle was a godlike creature because at the time that was the closest creature that could reach the sun. Right. And you know everyone, you know, everyone worshipped the sun. Yeah, worshipped and praised the sun. So they worshipped the eagle too because it, like, okay, this creature can fly up that close to the sun without burning. Mm-hmm. And yeah. obviously, to them, the perspective it looked like the eagle was that. Exactly. Far, you you know, know how it is. It's just uh, how you were saying, at least just with that part, when you just wake up in the morning, you try to find, like, you know, who can I, like, thank this for? Because it's confusing because it's just the the whole point of it is it's just the, the fear of not knowing. Because, mm-hmm. you know, after life, we don't know what happens after this. We never exactly. had anyone come back down and just, like, you know, this is what the afterlife These is. These are the rules, yeah. Right, exactly. You got so, some people that believe you go to heaven or hell. You got some people, I mean, shit, there's, like, 10 different versions of yeah exactly so we never know so it's, it's crazy because um while people do that it's kind of like they're being a god themselves because you're creating this vision of what you think the afterlife is mm-hmm. so it's, it's, it's crazily weird that each religion is based off an idea like a mortal a person like us has of what's after this right and it's kind of ironic because you're creating a god like like a mortal is creating a god like image but no one has seen this individual before so to me that says a lot about us because if we have the power to create a god-like being and a, a god-like religion that we follow mm-hmm. you know you can take that and put it towards yourself i'm able to create this and if i'm able to follow this then i'll be able to guide myself through a lot of things too i can see that you know and and just on a, a side note that involves this whole topic i don't think you should ever judge anybody even if you're an atheist you shouldn't be going around telling people that believe, oh, you know, you guys are stupid, you're wrong. Right. Just like somebody that is a believer of any God shouldn't be going around to non-believers saying, oh, well, you're going to burn in hell, you mm-hmm. know, blah, blah, blah. 
And that, that's what it, it chalks down to in the end. A lot of people, like I'm a, a person that grew up learning facts left and right, right. from textbooks, mm-hmm. not the internet, actual books. People used to do that, by the way. And it's just, that's that's one of the things that makes it harder, man, because then you, you, you learn all these scientific facts about our planet, how we are as humans. Mm-hmm. You know, we were created by stardust, whatever the fuck you want, mm-hmm. theory you want to believe in. Mm-hmm. And that's why it makes it even harder to believe, because you're sitting here like, I've grown up believing things based off evidence and facts. Mm-hmm. Physical evidence. Right. And that's where the line is drawn between religion and believing, is that you don't get that physical evidence. Mm-hmm. You just know or you don't. Mm -hmm. Some people learn, you know. Some people, it takes them a traumatic experience to wake up and be like, damn, man, I've been blinded this whole time. Right, right. You know, this shit's been in front of me this whole time. God's been giving me signs. And that's why I think that maybe I'm, if that were the case, Mm -hmm. maybe I'm just not there yet. I wouldn't say that because I've known you, of course, for a very long fucking time. Um, And you're very open-minded on a lot of things. And... The main thing with uh, science believing in facts is at the end of the day, it all these areas from Scientology, from uh, how you said like we're created from stardust, mm. this, that, and the third, all these different theories drive from one being, us humans, mm. excuse me, all drive from one being trying to pinpoint closest what makes them understand more of what life was after and before us Mm -hmm. that's all what it draws down to and that's why like it's funny seeing science and religion always battle because at the end of the day they're two both of the same things like science can make all these formulas they can but at the end of the day it's quote-unquote still fake only because a, a, a man made this like the person from both of us made this before so you don't and, you know, I don't know if it, I feel like I'm making sense, but I'll explain it more. But mm-hmm. the reason I say like that's fake is because a man made this. The greater being we're all here to try to prove that we can see, that person didn't come down and make that. Mm-hmm. So that's why I take religion and science with a grain of salt, because both of them do make sense respectively. Oh, yeah. But both it, but both of these don't add up to what the main cause of all this is, and that's the prove how things were created well and on top of that there's just like you said man there's things that not even science can explain yeah so and that's exactly what brings spiritual people and religious people in the mix where they're like because i i mean i'm not gonna lie there's been times in my life where shit has happened where i'm like okay like that shit can't be explained the mm -hmm. only thing that could explain it is if there was a higher power right you know like you said Man-made things can't explain everything. Mm-hmm. There's some things that scientists that came out and said that ended up being fake, you know, later down the right. road. Right, but it, it's all good though. At the end of the day, we're all in this big ass bubble that we call Earth, that we just landed on out of nowhere, that we're just still trying to figure out. That's why people, you know, have religion. That's why people are into science. That's what they're into believing in faith. And just to answer your question, and one thing that's been helping me is. Out of this whole big world of just so much shit going on. Everyone has different things that they believe in. Mm-hmm. So everyone has different faiths. And each one is different in its own and unique on its own. But mm-hmm. every person is unique as well. So as soon as you 
grasp on to the idea of what brings you the most like faith and what brings you the most out of you to do better in life mm -hmm. that's the thing you need to hang on and hang on to until you fucking die and if you have the chance to come back on earth and tell us how the afterlife mm -hmm. is we'll just continue building on to that theory of life but exactly. until then we'll just keep on doing well, what we're that's doing the thing. you know I, I lived to end on that note the thing that i always live by is the fact that if you're just a, a good person, mm -hmm. you wake up every day, you do your thing, you're a good person, you help people in life, that's enough right there. But not only that, you don't know what's going to happen mm -hmm. until after you expire. Exactly. Therefore, don't waste your time shitting on someone else exactly. for what their beliefs are. Don't waste your time just being a fucked up, messed up person. Because mm -hmm. like, it's all ego, man. You know how the old saying goes, everything's corrupt once a man touches it. Like I said, it's just, at the end of the day, man, we all believe in the same thing. Like, we all believe in a higher power. Mm -hmm. It's just our ego gets us. No, I experience this more, and I know. Mm -hmm. So, I'm you're, I'm going to make you believe this, too, because exactly. how strongly I went. And it's just like, that's where the ego kicks in. Exactly. Because how it should be, it's like, okay, I got my shit, you got your shit. We both understand it's a higher being. We may think it's different. But to be honest, we can have all the information, but we don't know because, for one, we haven't died yet. Mm -hmm. And for two, most importantly, the people we do know that died, they ain't came back to rendezvous with us and tell us what's going on. Right. So, you know, it's to put on a final note, <laughs> there's no use in fighting and arguing about it. Mm -hmm. If you're a great person at the end of the day, that's all that matters. And if believing and having that faith is something that gets you through the day. Yep. No one should shit on that. That's all it's about. Anything that can get you through the day. And on a on a lighter note to end this off with, yeah, it shouldn't be any wars, but it is going to be a war if I don't get my second stimulus check. Yeah, man, what the fuck's up with that? Come on, man. My Jennifer shipment. I'm just playing. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's going to be the whole check. That's going to be the whole check. Yeah, that's going to be the whole check. At least, at least um, part of the first one. And then I'm going to use the other half of the check for the down payment on the second one. I'm building a conglomerate. I'm think. I'm no, no. Listen, he's building an empire. Yes, and I'm going off of what you're saying too. You're in this. You're getting a cut. When you on the episode and you talk about pimping the sex dolls, we're doing this. Oh, thank God. We're. I was gonna say, I somebody needs to make that shit. God, somebody what, already probably started. Yeah, what? Well, no, they're not about it. Look, y'all, when this pimping sex doll empire goes viral, goes like when we start getting money. Sh STLs is gonna go on this spaceship and get the fuck up out of here. You're I'm gonna promising be here for you, you guys are gonna see sexual assault cases skyrocket down. Well, you know, like crash down. Mm -hmm. They're gonna, they're not gonna go up at all. Mm -hmm. All right. So uh, now that we got the uh, the at least one serious topic out of the way, uh, and we got these last remaining 25, 30 minutes. Yep. Wrap you know. It up. We're gonna wrap this up. Probably, uh, probably do at least, uh, you know, one topic each, man. You know, I I know I got some off the top of my head that I've been wanting to yep. speak out about. Off the dome, and I'm sure you do too. Mm -hmm. But uh, going off that, man, I just wanted to talk about how, uh, in terms of jobs, you know, we all got, we all live in this world, this capitalistic world in the USA, where we have to work for our money. You know, you you should have to work mm -hmm. to get the things that you want in life. But in this country, sometimes it pays with a price. You know, you got people that are out here letting their jobs, you know, get them to a state of just uncurable depression. Right. 
you're sitting there thinking you're stuck because mm-hmm. that's one of the worst feelings to have is when you feel like you're stuck exactly. without any exactly ability to change your situation any way out uh, and that's why some people you know will will automatically just quit their job you know and it's like you get that that rush of happiness you're like man because you feel in control of your mm-hmm. life it's ordinary people and extraordinary people in order to be extraordinary you got to put in that extra mm-hmm. but a lot of times a lot of people are comfortable being ordinary you talk to people I, I i can speak for me but i know you talk to people that have that ordinary mentality to where they don't see past the fence exactly. they only just see in their yard they don't see past the fence it's a good analogy people like us see past that fence we see out we see the bigger part of the world that can be taken that can be used so some people unfortunately some people just have that mentality where they just have to work 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 but just to go off of what you're saying when people have those regrets as soon as you feel like you you're that's starting to build up mm-hmm. or like how you said when you start to feel like you're you're too comfortable and that's fucking with your mental that's a sign that's a, what we were talking about earlier that ties into the whole faith and all that mm-hmm. whether you believe in god or that's just something believing in yourself mm-hmm. that's yourself your conscious telling you hey like we gotta make something work. We gotta make something work. You gotta make something. It's work. your body. It's, it's your literally body. your body and your mental telling you, as a warning, like a red flag. Exactly. Like, this whoa, is... whatever we've been doing isn't mm-hmm. working. This isn't this. This shit. The time is up on this. Exactly. We gotta get some other shit. Moving. But I feel like some people use that warning. They take it the wrong way and they think it's them. It's their mental telling them to, hey, look, man, you done all you can. You know. You can't do anything else anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think people take those leaps towards depression. Exactly. And, you know, suicide. Like, it's that's what I'm saying. Never let something as simple. Because if you think about it, man, like, like I said, if you really think about how short life is and just how any second now, any of us, I'm not trying to scare anybody, mm-hmm. but maybe that's what needs to happen. Maybe some people need to be scared into a wake-up call. I think every day of how short life is and it scares the fuck out of me to the point where it kicks my ass in the gear to go, yo, life's too short to let this job be my number one stress. Like, why am I going into work every day thinking, damn, man, you know, life sucks, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's just not the way to live. I've already done that Mm -hmm. for years. It ain't the way to go. You need to... Do what you want in life. Yeah, you might need to make some money on the side, but on your free time, do whatever it takes. Make those sacrifices. Don't let anyone else shit on your idea. Oh, man, they're doing their little music thing. They're doing their little photography Mm -hmm. thing. Fuck them. Because at the end of the day, like Charles said, those are the people that can't see past the fence. They can only see in their yard. Mm -hmm. They're not seeing the bigger picture. How are you going to let someone that's going to regret everything that they did in life in 50 years dictate about what the fuck you're going to do with your life exactly because even if you fail at what you're trying to do you either work harder or you take it as a lesson and go okay at least i tried Mm -hmm. you're not 60 year old 60 years old looking back like damn man i wish i would have done that because dude there's nothing there's nothing worse in the world than feeling regret regretting something that you didn't do or even regretting something that you did do that you have no control over oh my god tell me about it that's why i say again man as soon as you get that damn feeling like okay this is not it 
start conforming into something else. That's a sign for that's your body telling you to move, man. For Trust real. me, that's your body telling you to move. Because your body knows you better than anyone for else, real, even it does. if you don't think so. It does. So that's pretty much it, man. On a side note, just coming from me, uh, on on a final note, as mm-hmm. I should say. Don't I? Uh, don't feel stuck, man. Don't ever feel stuck. There's nothing in this world holding you back. Don't ever let a job hold you back. Don't ever let anyone tell you that you can't do anything you want to do. Uh-huh. Uh, it's not worth it. You as a human being have control over your life. You can do whatever you put your mind to. Uh, no one else has that control over you. So just that's just food for thought. You do the dishes. You do that. Shout out to Jay-Z. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's that's pretty much my spiel, man. That's my motivational pep talk for the day. That's my mm-hmm. TED talk. Yeah. Thank you for my Tom talk. <laughs> get the get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you executed that too smoothly. You thought about this. You fucking uh, thought about this. <laughs> oh god. But uh, I, I'll let, I'll let you take the floor, man. What's been what's been pissing you off? Man? Oh my god, this is really not a too serious of a tangent. This is some shit that's on my mind. So. Uh, I thought about the word love. We talked about this off camera. We talk about this all the time because you know how my ass is. Love, man. Oh my god. What's love got to do? But I told you that I'm. This is not. Uh, it's no more Jada Charles. This is logical Charles. So I'm. I'm. I'm spitting real opinions spitting, right now. Oh, he's this, coming forward. Come on, man. So I thought about love the other day, man. I just thought about how um, different races. That how can I even go about this? Okay, I'm going to just stick with that. How different races tend to date, whether within their race or or strictly outside their race. I.e., how a lot of white women prefer black guys over other races, which I personally feel uncomfortable about that. Because one thing about me, I'm... First and foremost, I'm black first, and then secondly, I'm a man. Right. And as both of those things, I deserve respect and dignity as any other person would. So, when, so you're the way you're talking about white women that basically specifically say, I only date black guys. Like yeah. People that, like that. Yes. That makes me a little uncomfortable. And that ties into what I said before as other races saying they because I feel that same uncomfort. I feel with that is the same way I have uncomfort with other races specifically dating within their race. But I'm going to get to them in a second, right. though. But the reason it makes me uncomfortable uh, specifically, and I'm only speaking for uh, white women dating black men because, for one, I, you are a black man. I'm a black man. And for two, I talk to women. So I don't know what any other community is like. I'm not trying to throw shade to any of you guys, any of those groups. But, but that's it just, happens. Yeah, this is my personal, what I went through, my personal experience. So with that being said, the reason that makes me uncomfortable is because, for one, I feel like I'm a fetish. Mm-hmm. Because when you like a specific thing, and for rewind, let me rephrase that. The reason it feels like I'm a fetish is because when it comes, and this is why we're talking about when it comes to the word love. Love doesn't have a color. It doesn't have any type of uh, basic instructions for. There's it. no boundary. It's a feeling. So. When someone says that question, I'm going to analyze why they feel that way. Because in my head, it ha- to me, I feel like it's a fetish because what's a thing, a, what thing does a black man do that's different from any other race? 
and the reason I say it is because again, love does like love doesn't have a color. Love doesn't have an instruction. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm confused because you're questioning, like you're stumping my knowledge mm-hmm. because I thought everyone loved quote unquote the same. They can give the same amount of love, if not more. So am I missing something? Do black men love uh, their significant other more than any other race? Because if that's the case, then I'm confused because growing up in a fucked up household, I've seen a lot of black men do some fucked up shit. I'm not holding that against them. I'm not holding that against black men as a whole. I'm just saying every every group has a, every group has evils. Every group has a negativity. Of so course, man. that's why I'm saying so every group has a negativity. And in the other hand, every group has a positivity. So when you say you only like a specific group of people, in my head, those people, that certain group of people have evil things. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, every other group does. And within that, every other group has positive things too. So I need to know what makes us different. And, sorry to cut no, you no, off. No, sorry I didn't to even say, start talking. Bad. So, and the thing that, with that type of knowledge, it confuses me. Because with that being said, I feel like you only like that certain group for a fetish Type stereotype. Of, yeah, for a stereotype. And that makes me uncomfortable because now I've now I feel like I'm degraded as a black man. And I that respect is not there. I feel like I'm a, a I'm a toy, I'm a fetish. Because if I wasn't black, then you wouldn't be with me right now. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. The love some real shit. Yeah, huh? so that's what I'm saying. It's not it's not love, it's a fetish. Because you saying that because I don't again, I don't view love off a of fucking color. I was raised in a household again. I guess this is a key word for this podcast is respect. I was raised <laughs> off, for real, I was raised off of having the respect for another person and the, the feelings and emotions that that person has towards you when it comes to relationships. So when I hear someone say like they only like black people or they don't like this specific race, I'm, I'm tied to this relationship by something I don't want to be tied by. Like tie me by how much I can care for you and how much I appreciate you, mm-hmm. how much... Uh, respect any emotions and feelings I can bring to you. Don't tie me in because of my skin color. Because I can shit. I can on, on some Freaky Friday or whatever shit. I can wake up and be fucking Asian for all I care. And poof, and they, you're gone. And they wouldn't be. Yeah. Exactly. So that that's what makes me uncomfortable. And I never. And I'm always. I'm always open minded. I'm always open for discussion. If someone can change my mind, like yeah, I get you. But this is the real reason. I'll get some knowledge. I hate being ignorant. Teach me something. Mm-hmm. But just all my experiences, that's the main reason why. Because exactly. it's some fucking stupid-ass stereotype. That's the thing, though, man. It's in, that's exactly what it is. It's a stereotype. And that's exactly what bridges into what you're saying. You're speaking real shit because that's the stereotype is what makes it a fetish. Mm-hmm. You're not sitting here. It'd be different if they were like, you know... In the in the example that you use with white women that are like that with black men, the example could still be used with how white men go after black women right. for those stereotypes. You know, how black men go after Latino women. Mm-hmm. Like you say, it happens with all races. If you specifically only date one race because of those stereotypes, and that's the thing though, there's no other reason why you would. If, like you say, if, if the white women want to date black men, and it's only them. Exactly. Like you said, you've you've grown up and seen black men do negative things, just like I'm sure I've grown up and seen white men do negative mm-hmm. things. Every race, every everybody is a human being has positives and negatives. No one race has the advantage on another exactly. race. Therefore, 
if anybody were to say you only date a specific group of people, it has to be for that stereotype, physical aspect, or just fetish. Yeah. And like I said, I don't, and, and again, to each her own, I'm not, like, I'm not going to be angry at an individual that believes in that. Just that, uh, that, that makes me think differently. You know what I'm saying? I'm still going to respect you as a person because, again, having your opinion is not going to justify how I treat you. Mm -hmm. Because it's going to take a lot worse for me to think negatively of you. Because everyone has their opinion, so I'm not, like, downing, you know, anybody that thinks that. But it just just makes me a little, like, it makes me think a lot because it's just like, now I feel like I'm just tied to something that I feel like shouldn't be a strong quality in a relationship. Yeah, this is not, like, and I'm, you know, of course I'm proud to be black. But it's just like I feel like I'm tied to something that um, shouldn't be tied in a relationship. Like when you're in a relationship, the last thing you need to be thinking about is color. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? There's plenty of other situations in the world that color should be, you know, first and be taken into consideration, but a relationship not. Because you're basing it. The first thing you're bringing up, you're, you're trying to say you like somebody, you're in a relationship, love, like you said. If you're already saying that you only specifically date this group of people, you're putting physical aspects before emotional aspects yeah and when it comes to love and being with somebody emotions come first that's what makes you be with somebody so if you're already like yeah i actually only date these people i or this person or that you're you're putting physical aspects before Uh emotional you're putting physical before the the main primary aspect when it comes to love Mm -hmm. and see and people calling me crazy, and I'm gonna just uh, say the quick little joke tidbit. This is why, you know, back to I forgot what podcast it was already. Ugh. This is why I say about the whole uh, not believing in unconditional love because how this situation is, that's a damn condition. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's just an example. But back on the subject at hand, it just it makes me think a lot. It makes me like, hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like I'm just like your little fetish pet. Like oh. You know, look, you know, it makes me so uncomfortable. So they can show man. off to their friends, like, look oh, who I'm like with. I, like, I, mm-mm, that makes me uncomfortable. I know other, I know other uh, black dudes fuck with that shit because it's just like, okay, easy little nut off. Man, look, I'm too old for that. Like, I, my, my respect is too damn high. You know what I'm saying? I don't like that shit. So, yeah, it just makes me uh, think a lot about that situation, about how people view um, dating outside or dating um, a specific race. It makes me feel a little uncomfortable because just to end it off, I believe love is love. It has no color. It has no instruction. Of course. It's a feeling that you have that guides you. And any color of the spectrum has that. And that's pretty much just me just wrapping it up. Of that's course. That's my man. If you got anything out of that whole spiel, that's pretty much it. And, and there's difference between preferences and going off of stereotypes, basically. Right. But I... Yeah that, yeah, that pretty much, that wraps it up um, with ST Aliens Episode 4. Episode 4. Just to let y'all know, man, I know last episode we was a little bit short. You know, me and Thomas just had shit to do. I'm sorry, we got lives behind, you know, behind the camera and whatnot. But we bounced back on this one. Yeah, we bounced back. We gave y'all some fucking material. But that's it for this episode, man. As always, peace and blessings. Nothing but the uh, greatest to all the viewers, all the people that's watching. Nothing but great things for you. Nothing but health to your family. Everything, I hope everything goes fucking great. We out. We are out. I... I like some of the guy got songs. What the fuck does she know about cameras?
<laughs> we out. We out.